It's time now for Super Psychologist, Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. Welcome to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years. This evening and every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. time, right here on blog. Um, and on drmaracarpell.com and also now on Apple Podcasts. And today is Sunday, December the 13th, 2020. And I hope you're all staying safe wherever you are while we keep you informed and entertained. Art Mendoza of Accomplice Entertainment, producer of this program, is here with us to make the show run smoothly as usual. And we have another great program in store for you this evening. In a little while after the break, we'll be joined from right here in Austin, Texas, by Elise Krenzel, CEO at Kumi & Company, Illuminating Your Talents, and Executive Strategist to this to discuss wholesomeness in business and personal life to achieve brilliance. And later in the program, the twins Ruben and Minerva are back to join us from the Bay of Banderas, Mexico. And along the way, I'll talk a little bit about, a little bit more about connecting to your passion um, in the midst of a pandemic winter. Throughout this evening's program, we will have time to take your questions. So if you have any questions or comments for me or for my guests, please feel free to give a call. The toll-free number is 855-345-4720. That's 855-345-4720. Or you can email your questions to me, and I will read them on the air to my guests. My email address is drmara, that's D-R-M-A-R-A, at drmaracarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And you can hear this evening's program again by going to my website, and the link to the podcast will be posted later tonight, along with all of the website links and contact information given by my guests on the program. And you can also hear the podcast in as soon as five minutes after the show ends by going directly to Blog Talk Radio, that's B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash, your golden years. And you can also hear it five minutes after the program by going to Apple Podcasts. And if you want to find out more information about this program, to listen to previous shows and get the information from those programs, read about my book, read my blog, um, and all kinds of other information, go to my website. It's a one-stop shop. And you can also hear all of the previous programs that we have done with Blog Talk Radio over the last seven years by going to blogtalkradio.com slash your golden years. And all of those podcasts are also now on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to find out about what's coming up next and any other events that are coming up, follow me on Facebook. Dr. Mara Carpell, Your Golden Years. This evening's program is produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Psyched Up Productions. And we're going to take a brief break to play a couple of 
short commercial, so don't go anywhere because when we come back, we'll be joined right here on the phone by Elise Crenzel of Plumi and Company, Illuminating Your Talent, to discuss wholesomeness in business and personal life to achieve brilliance. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Super psychologist Dr. Mara Carpell will be back after words from our sponsors. Worried about memory loss? Dr. Ronald DeVere, certified neurologist and director of Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders in Lakeway, has been helping those with dementia and memory loss for over 12 years, specializing in the diagnosis, treatment, and counseling of those with memory loss and dementia. Dr. DeVere also has a book to reduce your worry and fear by knowing the fact. Memory loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. Available now on Amazon.com. Dr. Ronald DeVere, Alzheimer's disease and memory disorders center in Lakeway, and his book, Memory Loss, everything you want to know but forget to ask. For more information or to schedule an appointment, call 512-261-7909. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpell.com. And now joining us on the phone from right here in Austin, Texas, Elise Crenzel, CEO at Kumi and Company, illuminating your talents and exec strategist. And we're going to learn how to achieve brilliance in our lives. So welcome, Elise. Are you there? I am here. Thank you so much for inviting me, Mara. And thank you for joining us. Um, I just want to mention, um, just a reminder, when we speak like this, there's a slight delay, so, so it doesn't throw you off. So how are you doing? I'm doing terrific. And I hope that your listeners are as well, despite the pandemic, because this pandemic has given us pause on how to find what our gifts truly are. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm glad that you said that. Um, that's a really important point, and maybe we can talk about that a little bit. But before we jump into the discussion, um, why don't you give our listeners a little bit of information about your background? Sure. I have had more than nine lives, so the background really begins with always being a nonconformist. I started my career as a music journalist, toured with the rock band KISS in Japan in the 70s, and then then went on to creating a talent and booking agency in Japan, the first foreign owned enterprise. And then thereafter, creating a publishing company in Switzerland. Long story, but I've lived in six countries, four different continents. Creating that that company in Switzerland, which was the first, another pioneering first, digital publishing company of travel guides on the then 
pre-internet medium of CD-ROM, which had GPS on it. In addition to that, I've had the first travel blog in Europe that was monetized and gave birth to a beautiful boy at the young age of 44 and then created, yeah, I mean, it goes on and on. How far Uh do we want to talk about (laughs) So, So what are you doing now? So Kumi and Kumi Consulting is one of two companies that I operate. Kumi Consulting specializes really in bringing forth, I call myself a site archaeologist. In other words, I excavate the gems that are hidden within each of my clients whose talents I bring to the forefront using both strategic and practical applications, focusing on their strengths to put to best use in their business and their life. And I've had, yeah. So, so you, you said that you were going to talk about wholesomeness in business and our personal life um, to create brilliance in our lives. What is, what do you mean by wholesomeness? Okay. Wholesomeness is basically an integrated approach. We have been taught that our business life is one thing and our personal or private life is another. I beg to differ. I have the Benjamin Button syndrome. So I (laughs) operate like, (laughs) I operate like a millennial or a Gen Z person. There is no separation. Who you are is who you are. What you do is best defined by who you are. That means that your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotional expression, your physicality, and your overall approach to life is best defined as oneness, wholesomeness, as opposed to disparate parts put on whatever kind of mask or physical covering to go into the external world or out to the external world and then come home or back to who you truly are. Nuh-uh. That mm-hmm. doesn't work in today's world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that because that doesn't work. You know, what you're saying, you know, Splitting it up like that, compartmentalizing, doesn't work when you're living your passion either. Uh, You know, you're either living your passion or you're not. (laughs) Right. And you you know as as a psychologist for sure that the mind and language in and of itself can play some really, really interesting tricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, So... How how do you use that? I mean, how do you how, well? First of all, how do you create wholesomeness in your life? Because you know, we've been trained throughout our lives to kind of compartmentalize, and you know, you're this person when you go to work, you're this person when you come home, you're another person maybe when you go out with friends. How do we create that 
wholesomeness. Okay. So that's a great question. And so what we do is essentially become a generalist if you are not that already. That used to be a bad word in the business world, as many of your listeners know. A generalist is taking a lateral approach. I would venture to say that many people who use metaphors and analogies to describe anything in their life are more likely to be generalists. That is Mm. not to say that there is not there is a place for specialists. However, when we specialize, I believe, and based on the research I've done with my clientele over the years, I believe that when we look through our own lives through a telescope as opposed to a pin needle, we get the big picture. From there, we can, we can drill down in a granular way towards the specialties. Specialties I view as tactics as opposed to looking through the telescope, which is the vision. So we need to have a vision of our life or destiny, if you will. Having that vision then enables us to then focus and specialize downward. Mm-hmm. So, so how being a generalist would look like versus somebody who is completely about special, you know, specializing. What would that look like? Okay, being a generalist is somebody who would describe themselves in their bio as. I'll use myself as the example because I am a generalist, uh-huh. a entrepreneur, author, public speaker, writer, painter, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas a specialist might be an electrical engineer. Okay. Another example. Another example. A mechanical engineer is more of a generalist than a computer scientist. Mm-hmm. So then how would somebody who has that as their occupation, <laughs> a computer scientist, um, how could they become a generalist? Okay. So it's not about role reversal or flipping a switch to go from A mm-hmm. to B, but it's, it is about incorporating some of the knowledge and experience. Now, when I lived in Japan, I was fascinated by the fact that corporations would every two years rotate product departments or heads of each department. And what I mean by that, they would rotate. If you were an accountant, you were then tasked in two years to be part of the product team. If you were a product manager, you were then tasked two years later to be part of the financial team and so on and so on so that you gain Mm -hmm. a little bit knowledge. And this is sorely lacking in our polarized society right now. We need to Mm -hmm. see things from another point of view. So back to your question, if you're a computer scientist, 
then basically you want to either look at in your career, look at what does product development mean? What does marketing mean? What is financial planning? On a Mm -hmm. personal level, you might want to look at instead of me defining how things work, well, this is a conundrum, how can I look at what makes things work or why they work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So it really is, uh, you know, expanding expanding our perspective, moving back a little bit. I think even in daily life we need to do that, right? Because um, when we focus on one thing, it appears that that one thing is really magnified. And if we can pull back a little bit, right, we can see the whole picture. Right. And I like to say that exploration is not a choice. It's an imperative towards your own growth. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, I think you know if we if I think we tend to become polarized, as you said, because we focus in on one thing, and we only see that we only see that thing. Um, you know, there's that old story of you know several people looking at one part of an elephant, right? And they all saw something different. But if you pulled back, it was an elephant. They didn't even know it was an elephant. (laughs) Right. Okay, so focusing on the one thing, there's a double-edged sword there. Focusing exclusively at the expense of having other viewpoints could be detrimental. However, when you pull out to see that elephant, what I work with people on is then cultivating the difference, cultivating their difference as a way to stand out in their work life, their business life, Mm -hmm. their home life, their private life. Because, yes, we are all human. And, yes, We are all very different. So highlighting that difference is what Mm -hmm. will make a difference. And I help people to become that which they've always been but couldn't see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I see what you're saying. You know, we all have a gift and we need to find our gift that's unique that we bring into the world. But at the same time, we need to see the whole picture of, you know, the world, right? Right, right. We're part of this world. We're not Mm -hmm. separate from this world. Any tips for listeners about how they may start to do that? Maybe whether it's in their personal life or in their professional life, that they can start um, 
you know, being more wholesome or holistic would be, you know, how I would, how I use it. It seems like it's a similar word. Sure. Yes. The first thing that I, tip number one, the first thing I would do is write down what you think your weaknesses are. The second tip, write down your strengths. Mm -hmm. The third tip to yourself, whether in a meditation or in a a soft moment, a reflective moment, an analytical moment, ask yourself, wait a sec, when I look at my weaknesses, do I blame myself? And when I look at my strengths, Do I applaud myself? Write that down in this list. Tip number four, focus on your strengths. What happens when we focus on our strengths is we get confidence. And with confidence comes happiness, success, and an ability to even take risks. When we focus Mm -hmm. on our weakness, that depletes us, that depresses us, that gives us more of the same. And it doesn't mean that you can't learn from your weaknesses. You best can learn from your weaknesses. However, not at the expense of not recognizing your strengths. Mm. Good point. That's a good point. Thanks. Because mm-hmm. we, we certainly do want to learn from our weaknesses. We don't want to just stay weak, right? <laughs> we might right. be able to. <laughs> but I think it's important, like you said, to to also recognize our strengths. And, and, and do you find that when people are building up confidence from recognizing their strengths that it helps them to then be able to look at their weakness and not feel weak, but see it as a learning experience? Absolutely. That is the golden new rule. So, for example, mm-hmm. if you've been in business and you failed, in other words, you, you define your failure as going out of business, it not meeting a target goal financially or revenue stream or going bankrupt or it not working out for whatever reason or going through a divorce. There's a million excuses to look at ourselves to say we failed and then to keep that emotion and mindset. How about looking at it? My strength is I started that business. I had courage. I had an innovative idea. I Mm -hmm. walked away from an I walked away from an unhealthy relationship that took courage or determination. So when you look at the strength, it imbues you with more strength. Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Yeah. And in fact, you know, I was just talking about this. I think it was last week on this program, or it was recently. Um that people who are most successful are people who have failed more, more often. 
And that is, again, society's definition of failure. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, yeah, that is very true. You cannot succeed without the hardship. This is the world we live in. It's, it's, du- it's dual. It's, there's duality. Mhm, mhm, and I think it's it's I think if we succeed too easily, then we don't really appreciate it. <laughs> well, you know, look, there's nothing, nothing in life that can replace experience mm-hmm. so if mm-hmm. if something is handed to you on a silver platter, there must come with it an equivocal, I guess, emotion. To me, that would be gratitude. Mm-hmm. And the more that we practice gratitude in whatever shape or form that you practice gratitude, the more grateful we not only feel and become, the more gratitude is given to us granted to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like right. quantum physics. The more you focus on something, the more true it becomes. Uh-huh. Right. Right. And there's, you know, there we have to pay in some way for whatever for whatever we achieve. So whether it's through hard work or through gratitude or through giving back, and helping other people, right? It, it kind of balances the scales a bit so we can keep right. succeeding. Right. Mm-hmm. And in, the, mm-hmm. and in the, the paradigm that we're living now, which is vastly different than our childhood 20, 30, 40 years ago, uh-huh. the, paradigm, the paradigm now is absolutely demanding that we be authentic Mm -hmm. and be wholesome and be whole in order to give our gifts to the world, to share them to the world. So have you been finding in your work that a lot that more businesses are you know are are utilizing that that they are giving their or the more successful businesses are giving their employees the opportunity to be more authentic and to um bring their own gifts to the workplace um, yes and no I'm mm-hmm. finding that there's a great divide so, for example, if you take a, a behemoth like Amazon, the answer is no. Uh-huh. But how do, you, how do you define success? They are you, Jeff Bezos is hugely successful. Yet, if, right. you take a corp, if you take a company like Chobani, the yogurt company, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they are hugely successful with this new paradigm. Okay. So how would you define the success for Chobani that's different than Amazon? Because, you know, with Amazon, it's one person has quite a lot of money. Um, what's different with Chobani in terms of their success? 
Number one, it is an immigrant who came to America, settled in upstate New York, revamped a dying dairy factory, and employed the whole town. He gave Hmm. shares of the company to every employee. They have a stake in the company. Mm-hmm. The company itself revitalized the entire region because the production cycle includes the suppliers, the vendors, the distributors, and everyone is employed because of that business. Okay. Okay. So... It's it's successful in in what it's done for other people, not for just the one person who is the owner of the company. Well, correct. It's successful for the mm-hmm. community, and it's financially successful as well. Right. Right. Okay. So in other and words, it sounds like here. Sorry. Go no. Go on. Mm-hmm. In other words. The old paradigm was, it's more like feudalism, if you will. The leader at the top, the king, the corporate titan, gets all the money for him or herself, but mostly himself. And then the peons are just workers earning less than a hourly wage, a living wage. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Barbara Ehrentrick has written about, nickel and dimed. The new paradigm is, in order to succeed, we all must succeed. Right. Right. And then, uh, you know, I would imagine that you also have a lot more creativity on the job and, and new ideas that help to advance the company because the people who work for you are really interested in bringing their talent and creativity to the job. Well, not just that. There's a reason why they are as well. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because they are vested. If you have a vested interest, you want it to succeed. As a single mother, I had a vested interest in my son's education, social well-being, emotional well-being. I made sure that that came true. Mhm. Mhm. Right. So there's a lot of payoff in in being holistic, wholesome. <laughs> yeah, there's so, a total payoff, yes, including mm-hmm. a longer lifespan. <laughs> right. So so um in the couple of minutes that we have left, can you tell people, like, who, uh, listeners, who who you serve, who would best um, be served by contacting you and how they can contact you to find out more about you and, and, and receive, you know, receiving some con- consulting from you? Sure. So who best can contact me are business owners, who are looking to either enter the market the first time or who have a product or service offering that they would like to expand. And in addition, 
parents who are having issues with their teenagers and would like to have wonderfully wholesome relationships with them. They Mm -hmm. can reach me. They can reach me at my email address, which is Elise, E-L-I-S-E, at EliseKrenzel.com. And that is spelled E-L-I-S-E-K-R-E-N-T-Z for zebra, E-L dot com. Elise at EliseKrenzel.com. Or visit my website, which is ekpublicrelations.com. We're in the process of building. We're in the process of building the Kumi Consulting website. So, please take a look at the other website. Also, visit me on LinkedIn under Elise Krenzel. Instagram under the same name. Facebook under the same name. Or if they would like a 15-minute consultation, they can call me at 512-586-4384. All right. Well, I'm going to um, put all of that information into my website post about this program uh, later tonight. So if people didn't have their pen and paper ready, Um, They could just go there later tonight to my website and look for the post about this show, and all of that information will be there along with the podcast. Um, So thank you, Elise, for for being on the program this evening, and I'd love to have you come back sometime in the future to talk a little bit more. This This is a big topic. I would love that so much, Mara. And I want to thank you again for inviting me and for all the good work that you do. All right. Well, thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a very good evening and and stay safe and uh, be well. Enjoy the holidays. Thank you so very much. Good evening. All right. right. Bye-bye now. Bye. All right, we're going to take a brief break. Um, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Mara's book, The Passionate Life, Creating Vitality and Joy at Any Age, is now available on Kindle and in paperback at Amazon. Don't forget to listen to Dr. Mara Carpell and your golden years live from Austin, Texas, every Sunday on blogtalkradio.com. Please visit us on the web at www.drmaracarpel.com. All right, and we're back. If you're just joining us, this is Dr. Mara Carpel, and your golden years are right here on blogtalkradio.com and on drmaracarpel.com. And um, I wanted to talk about um connecting to our passion i've been talking about this for a while connecting to our passion during a pandemic and now that we're going into winter um a pandemic winter what does that look like and how can we um continue to connect to our passion reconnect to our passion 
um, not give up. And I think Elise had mentioned it at the start of her talk, and we there was so much that we didn't get to talk about it, but she mentioned a point that I want to make, that this is, this is an opportunity for, in spite, you know, it's not, it, I'm not saying it's a good thing that we have a pandemic. It's certainly not. There's a lot of loss financially and health and isolation, but we can use it as an opportunity to stop and really figure out the direction that we want to go in. And so I want to talk a little bit about that because in general, even when it's not a pandemic year, like this year, winter tends to be a time of things starting to slow down. Um, Not everybody does that. Um, People start running around and, um, you know, getting ready for the holidays and, and getting really busy. But the result of doing a lot and using a lot of energy at a time when the earth is in a cycle this part of the this hemisphere of the earth is in the winter cycle. Um, it actually causes more stress on us physically and emotionally. So we have within us uh, a clock. Uh, you know, we our body knows when it's summer, when it's winter. Um, we when the light changes, when we have more darkness. Um, longer nights and shorter days, uh, our body, our body clock wants to slow down. Uh, you might notice that, you know, now that the it gets dark early, you just feel like you want to just, even if it's, you're in a warm climate, even if it's warm outside, you feel like you just want to snuggle up, you just want to slow down, maybe go to sleep earlier, um, Hey, that's that, that there's nothing wrong with that. That is not um, depression. That's not being lazy. That is actually a natural reaction. Um, our circadian rhythm is telling us that we need more sleep when it when the days are shorter. Um, in the summer, we have more energy because there's more light outside. So we're very much affected by the the seasons. Um, some people are so much affected that they do develop seasonal affective disorder, where they feel depressed um, when the days are shorter. But we all have that circadian clock that's telling us to slow down. And now we're being forced to slow down. We're being forced to stay inside or stay. Um, away from other people and to stay away from social gatherings. I hope that people are doing that because this, you know, we have, um, we have a light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope on the horizon to use all the metaphors. There is a vaccine that uh, we have great hope in bringing this pandemic under control or even ending it. Um, But, to use another metaphor, um, it's always darkest before the dawn. So we are really going through a rough time right now at this time until until the the vaccine is made available to um, most of the population. Um, 
this is really the time that we have to hunker down the most out of this whole time that we've been in the pandemic. The numbers are higher than they've been since March, since we first, since this pandemic first came to the United States and we knew, you know, first knew about it. And, and it's been spreading because people are going out. They want to, they just want to forget about it and they want to be around their friends. And we had Thanksgiving and now, you know, the numbers are going up since Thanksgiving because so many people got together with their families who are not in their household or their friends. They traveled to different places and got together with different people. And now there are office parties. I, I, I see it on social media. We really need to stay strong right now. We really need to stay home. Uh, the best gift that we could give to our families for holidays is to not get together with anybody outside of our own household or in our own little pod, people that we know haven't been seeing anybody else but us. Um, we really need to stay strong right now. And so in order to keep us from losing our willpower, and going out and feeling like, oh, we just can't do it anymore. We need to focus on what is the positive side of this, that we really can, can spend this time doing what our body wants us to do, to slow down. And in terms of our passion and our passionate journey, trying to find uh, what we really want in life or going along on the path that we have already determined is our passionate journey, we need to take this time to sort of let the creativity and the ideas gestate. Um, there's a time of ebb, ebb and flow. There's a time for action, and there's a time for slowing down and allowing ourselves to contemplate what is, our, what is the action that we want to take when the days become longer when it's safer to go out around people, what action do we want to take? Um, I find that this time of year, it's really even more important than ever to meditate. I mean, we need to meditate all year round. Meditation um, can be as simple as just being quiet and listening to our own inner we really want to do. Keeping a journal, writing down what is it, what is what is it that we feel right now? What do we what? And I've, well, I've talked about this last year during the holiday season when everybody was racing around. Um, what is it in our lives that we no longer need? And that's a clearing we can do every winter. What is it that we no longer need in our lives? Is it that we've been doing things that we felt that we had to do, that we were somehow obligated to do, but really don't make any sense for us anymore? Um, do we need to give up things that uh, are not really our path? Do we need to give up negative thinking, um, putting ourselves down, um, expecting the worst all the time? Do we need to give up uh, eating food that's no good for us or 
a lifestyle that's unhealthy, what is it that we can get rid of in our lives? And when we, when we get rid of things in our lives that we no longer need, we, op- we, make, we make a clearing. We, we open up to allowing the things that we want in our lives, the things that are good for us, the things that are really on our path, truly on our path, to come into our lives. Are we in relationships that are really negative for us? Are we in toxic relationships? Can we, can we fix them and make them less toxic? Or can we, do we need to just go that this, these relationships are not healthy for us? Are we holding on to, you know, friends who are not really friends? because we're afraid of being alone, being without friends. Uh, I have noticed in my life when I have let go of relationships and friendships that weren't really very healthy, I worried that, oh, no, I'm going to let this person go, and now I'm going to be, you know, without friends. Suddenly I had all these people that I was meeting coming into my life, so this is a good time to start clearing. And there are, there are many meditations online that you can find if you look up winter solstice meditation. That's perfect to do all winter um, because the winter solstice symbolizes letting go of the old to make room for the new. Using this darkness of the long night to to focus on going within, to resting, to sleeping, um, letting go of the old, considering what new things we want in our lives. And um, as my friend and multiple-time guest on this radio show and author Terry Hershey writes, we need to stop to let catch up. We need to stop and let our soul catch up. We need to do that frequently in our lives, not just in the winter, not just during a pandemic. We need to spend time just stopping, just smelling the roses, just appreciating what we have already, that we already have enough, and letting our soul catch up. We're always running around. We don't give ourselves time to really be authentic, um, to use Elise's word. Um, We need to to stop to really know who we truly are. And right now we're given this time to stop for more than a minute. Use this winter to stay safe, to help to be part of the solution to this pandemic where we are not going out and spreading it to stay home and the cold weather or the darkness to just stop and let our soul catch up, figure out who we truly are authentically. Okay. Um, And in a few moments, we're going to play music of Art Mendoza about 
Mexico, a song that he wrote about Bendetis Day. And then we're going to hear from Ruben and Minerva in Bay of Bendetis. But before we go to that, I just want to let you know that tomorrow I'm going to be interviewed by Henry X on Instagram television, and you can watch it live. If you go to his, if you go to Instagram and you link with Henry X, um, his name on Instagram is right, W-R-I-T-E, right path 247. And if you go there, it'll be at 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and then he is, he will have the recording there, so you can watch it. So join us live. Anyway, on to some music from Art and Ruben and Minerva.
after a November break. How was your November there in beautiful Bay of Banderas? We're good. Everything is okay. Okay, great. So what beautiful place will you guys be taking us to today? Ixtapas y Guatanejo. All right, take us away. Ixtapa is a beautiful coastal resort that was created in the 1970s, which before was coconut plantation. In Lake Rose, Ixtapa is located about three miles from Cihuatanejo, which Ruben will tell you about. It was designed by artist Enrique and Agustin Landa Verdugo. The population is around 9,000 people and seems to be growing more every year. Chihuatanejo is located in the state of Guerrero, about 115 miles northwest, northwest of Acapulco, with a population of about 113,000 people. Chihuahua, as the locals called, it was founded in the 1520s. There are many beaches to enjoy and other attractions like museums and restaurants or even catamaran boating, but please check your coronavirus restrictions. So can you update us on the COVID virus around you? There hasn't been much change. More places opened up and there are far more tourists, but everything is still handled under COVID restrictions. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, stay safe over there, and we'll be talking with you soon. Until next time. Adios. Adios. All right. So that was Ruben and Minerva, and we'll be hearing from them again soon. And I want to let you know what's coming up next. Sunday, um, December 20th, we'll be back with another live show from here in Austin, Texas. And this time we'll be joined live from Melbourne, Australia, where it'll be, it'll be Monday morning over there. Um, we'll be joined by Robert Anthony, founder of Great Life Choice, to discuss how to get balance back in our lives and happiness. He, he seems to have found some keys to happiness and what he calls the wheel of life. So I'm really interested in what he has to to say, and, and that'll be a lot of fun speaking to him in Australia. And more. We always have a lot more on the program. And so be sure to listen. And if you want to hear tonight's program again and read the information from this show and um, listen to previous programs, then go to my website, drmarakarpel.com, D-R-M-A-R-A-K-A-R-P-E-L.com. And also be sure to follow me on Facebook for upcoming programs, Dr. Marakarpel, Your Golden Ears. And if you want to hear this program again in as soon as five minutes from now, then go directly to blog talk radio, B-L-O-G, talkradio.com, slash Your Golden Ears. And if you have Apple Podcasts, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, and it will be there in five minutes as well. This show was produced by Accomplice Entertainment, Postal Productions, and Skype Up Productions. 
And special thanks, Minerva and Ruben in Bay of Bandadas, Mexico. And, of course, thank you to Art. Thank you all for listening. Have a peaceful night and inspiring week. And remember, youth has no age. Good night, everyone. Stay safe and happy Hanukkah. guidance offered by Dr. Carpell is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician or mental health specialist. Neither Dr. Carpell, her sponsors, nor this station assumes responsibility for the misuse of any of the information given on this show.